0: Have you ever thought about making starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other places people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcasts? The answer is, to every one of these questions is really simple, Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use and now anchor can match you with great sponsors too so you can get paid to podcast i started podcasting with the anchor app using using it as a special way to record my show known as get geeky you may know me from there so if you always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it go to anchor.fm/start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor that's anchor.fm/start I can't wait to hear your podcast. Good luck. Papa Cho, Papa Joe, whenever you're a chumbo, Papa Cho, Papa Joe, we'll be there on the double Whenever there's a problem. Grounded venture Bay. And his team of pups will come and save the day. Marshall, Rubble, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, sky. yeah, they're on the way. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, whenever you're in trouble. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, we'll be there on the double. No jobs too big, no box too small. Paw Patrol, we're on a roll. So here we go, Paw Patrol, oh 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 Paw Patrol, oh 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 Paw Patrol. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another lovely episode of the podcast. Ah, uh, yes. It has been another week. We are back with another lovely episode. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss, of course, the dark side of the fandom and the do's and don'ts of the, of course, of the fan base, um, do's and not do's, um, you know, just basically an introductory of the fan base. Cause it was what some of you have requested me to do. And I think that was about the only request I had gotten this week. So I figured, why not? I go ahead and take that request into action. So I'm gonna discuss. You know, today's topic is going to be about getting into the fan base. It's just like getting into every other fandom, no sweat, you know, no worries, et cetera, et cetera. And it's for those that are looking into getting started. Um, this was something that came up on on the Instagram page that I figured would do would do a little bit of uh, would do a little bit of good. So without further ado, let's get right on into it. So when entering the Paw Patrol fan base, uh it's just like entering any other fandom. It's like entering uh it's like entering any television-based fan base. It's like falling in love with what is it? I think the new series on CW Star Girl. It's like falling in love with that. It's like falling into like the Marvel franchise, the DC franchise. Um it's like falling into the My Little Pony franchise if you're in if you're into that. Um, it's like falling into other fan bases as well, like the furry fandom. Um, what else? The uh, anime fandom. It's kind of like getting into that. But before you get into it, those of you newbies that are looking to get started in this fan base, I need you guys to understand some pointers and some do's and don'ts, and everything you need to know about the fandom in a nutshell. Which is pretty much what this uh, episode is going to be titled: "The Fandom in a Nutshell" or You know, of course, why the world is wrong, whatever, you know, (laughs) things like that. I wouldn't want to put why I was originally want to title it why the world is wrong or when the world is wrong, but um, that would probably spark some controversy, I'm sure. So this episode's going to be solely titled the fandom in a nutshell, basically talking about the Paw Patrol fan base, those kids that are looking to get into it, um, us adults that us adults. That fell in love with it, of course, and we're just going to talk about um, the do's and don'ts of the fan base, just like every other fan base. Um, but my, what is my experience? I've been a part of the fan base for about two years now. Uh, my nephew got me into it back in 2018. I didn't even know what it was, but of course, he was a kid back then. But I, I learned, I learned more from him than what I've ever learned in my lifetime. So, um that's that's the sheer honesty (laughs) i've learned a lot more a lot more from him just by watching this with him than from um hold on i think i got a message probably a message but i've learned a lot more from him than i've learned from anything else um i'm trying to just dish out this podcast as quickly as possible because of course i have maintenance coming up here to uh look at a few things my shower they did not take a note of which really made me mad and then of course our dishwasher is falling out of the wall so that's a fun thing huh the risk of flooding your entire apartment the the, the risk of flooding your entire kitchen your dining room and your living room turning it into the indian river lagoon because your dishwasher is falling out of the wall huh isn't that fun well but um very very expensive repair but that's going to be fun So, you know, welcome to the adult life, huh? (laughs) That's what happens when you live in an apartment. You're going to have to deal with expensive repairs. Um, But on the brighter note, getting into the fan base is, it's, it's, you know, getting into a fan base in general, it's different. It's like stepping out of your own comfort zone. Because you hear all sorts of bad, because there's, because of course, it's our nature, and there's a nature in a lot of people where you know people's nature is to be judgmental it's to be complaining it's to get irritable it's to get restless that's in it's in our nature sometimes we we don't understand something and we we take it we treat it like a grain of salt we'll judge it before we try it you know it's like taking it like a grain of salt you know it's like for example if you see a food that you don't think looks good you're gonna judge it by how it looks you know until you've actually tried it you know um I'll say this. I've seen some things at work that I didn't think were going to be good because of how they looked. And then when I tried them, I said, holy smokes, this is better than it looks. You know, you got, you got to be more, you got to be like, you got to go into the deeper. How do I say this? Um, you got to go beyond the middleman. That's what you have to do. Beyond the middleman of things. That's the thing. Cut the middleman is what I'm saying. Go, go beyond the middleman of things. Go beyond where the box will take you. That's that's what I'm saying. Go beyond, go beyond the box. You know, look look inside the box and actually see what's inside the box, versus seeing what's on the outside of the box and judging it. You know, uh, it's in our nature to judge things before we try them. It's in our nature to get irritable. It's in our nation to. Compl- it's in our nature, not nation. What am I? What am I? The president? <laughs> I'm not the president. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, it's in our nature to complain our nature to get irritable our nature to be judgy of other things before we try them it's all in our nature it's part it's, it's part of the learning process you know um i didn't know i didn't judge i didn't judge the series at all i was just curious as to what it was it seemed interesting it seemed like you can learn quite a few things and then of course when i did all my research of course there were those people out there that were really judgmental saying that it was fascist and that it was communism in a nutshell that i have no words (laughs) no words and then there was this one that talked about it being sexist really so you're gonna say a kid's show is sexist well uh that's a little something huh um I was listening i hate to point these guys out but i was listening to an episode a long time ago on for what it's worth um and i hate to point them out for this but uh and i love these guys i still listen to their podcast yes but i think after this episode they've lost my patreon supportage they've lost my patronage on patreon because uh, it was because of this one episode and it wasn't just me either it was quite a few other fans too that uh got really pissed off at this episode but this episode uh, I don't I don't remember what episode number it was but I think it was in like season I think it was in season 6 or 7 they're in season 8 now but I think it was like season 6 or 7 where they were talking about the fan base and they were talking about all the bad that was in the fan base and a lot of us people that are in this fan base were really 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 pissed off 100% and the reason why, yes, I said pissed off children. Those of you, those of you seven to twelve year olds listening to this podcast, I see the analytics. Don't try to hide. I see the analytics. I know who I'm talking to. Okay. I, I see my analytics on a daily basis. Okay. I check my I check my analytics. Every time I go to before at least an hour or thirty minutes before I upload an episode, I go online and check my analytics. I know who I know who's listening. Children, don't think you're getting away with it because I see I see you in my analytics. I'm not stupid. But um, anywho, um, what, so yes, children, I did quote the word pissed off. So yes, go cry to your mommies and daddies. I don't care, okay? <laughs> they, they can determine whether or not you want to listen to this show or not. Be childish because, you, you know, of course, it's in your nature. But uh, I was there too. I'm not saying I wasn't. I was there too. We all were. We, we all were children at one point. We didn't know what was right and wrong, and et cetera, et cetera. We used to, we used to pee and poop in our diapers all the time. We were kids. Come on, we had to learn our way. Through, we had to learn our way through the world. Okay, okay. We we had the world beat into us. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, um, what I'm saying is, is yeah, it made me angry. I was a little, of course, quote pissed off. Um, but and because of this episode, I ended up, like I said, ending my patronage on Patreon for these people because all they did was talk about the bad and not and didn't include any good in the episode. It was a very biased episode. Um, I, that's how I quoted a very biased episode. Um, they were very biased with their opinions. When, instead of doing their research, they were very biased. Um, so I hate to point these guys out, and I hate to point the show out, and I don't like bashing a show on my show. I really don't. But, um, you know, if you listen to them, props to you. I mean, Ru- ruined tugs. Ruined tugs are really good people, but they can be, they can be very, very, very judgmental at times. And uh, I tell them this all the time in their Telegram chat. I say, look, guys, you know why are y'all really shouldn't have been so judgmental about the Paw Patrol fandom in your episode. They got upset at me about it and was like, why? And and they are like, why are you bashing us? And I I said, I'm not bashing y'all. I'm just stating, you know, from somebody who's a part of this fandom, who's a part of the Paw Patrol fandom and who has been a part of it for a couple of years, um, is is just standing up for his community and saying something. And that's what I did. I stood up for us and said something because that wasn't right. You know, we we shouldn't be treated. uh, Us Paw Patrol fans shouldn't be treated like that. with with deep through honesty we shouldn't be treated like that we shouldn't have to deal with that all the time you know we got bashed because apparently there was quote too much bad over good in the fan base when that's the reason why i started this podcast was to bring a little more good into the fan base and that that's the idea here you know we want to shine a light on everything we do we don't want that light to dim off you know we don't want the light to go out we want the light to continue so, um, I stood up for us and told them that the whole fan, that the fan base isn't all bad. A lot of us are just kids that don't know what, to, what they're doing. There's very few adults. I'm one of the few adults in this fan base. Um, you know, of course I, anything I'm interested in, of course, I fall into the fan base because of course, you know, autism, <laughs> autism, but, uh, that doesn't define me though. That's why I chose to do this podcast. And that's why I chose to stand up for us because I'm not letting my autism just define me. They literally, like, I even heard from somebody, uh, I guess the listener that was in this fandom, that uh, they told me that they literally were saying that everyone who was a part of the Paw Patrol fandom had a mental disability or had a chemical imbalance. And for me to hear that from their show and, you know, from, like for that to come from somebody who heard their show that really hurt. Okay, that's like saying, I mean, I'm going to take this for example. Ruchi Lexico is is of course he's he's gay, right? And I think Tugs is gay, you know? They're both gay. That's like somebody coming up and telling them, "Hey, being gay is a chemical imbalance." That's exactly what that is, and that's coming from someone who's a bisexual. Okay? That's exactly what that is. That's like saying being an LGBTQ individual means you have a chemical imbalance in your brain. That's exactly what's saying that Paw Patrol fans have a chemical imbalance. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. You know, and, I, and, I, and that really made me mad. And I said something to them about that and they denied it. And then I played the recording from their episode and sent and and took a and took an audio recording from my phone from that episode and sent it to them and said, This is what you said. Don't deny it. Do not deny it. So no matter what, when you say something to them about it, they're gonna deny it. No matter what. They're gonna deny it. You know, I hate bashing people, but if you're in the furry fandom or of course in any fandom whatsoever, this is another don't. Don't be toxic. For God's sakes, do not be toxic. This is another don't. This is the first don't. Don't be toxic. Another thing, uh, a do a do is do be yourself. Do enjoy yourself on a daily basis, and do enjoy what you do, because it might be the last day you'll ever do it. That's why I enjoy. That's why I enjoy my job. To those those coworkers that are listening to this, So I know I shared it to you guys. Um, I'm being upfront and honest here. I enjoy my job on a daily basis because you never know. It could be the last time I ever do it. You know, I treat it as though it's the last time I'm ever going to be able to do it. That's why I I go in there and people look at me and go, you're really enjoying this job, aren't you? Well, and then I, but the reason why some people ask, why do I get irritable? It's because of course, you know, when you get tired, you get restless, you get irritable. It's in our nature, you know, and it's in my nature too. Sometimes I get down in the dumps or I seem down in the dumps. It's not really most about 85% of the time. It's because I'm tired. Okay. And then the final, I guess 15% of the time, it's because of my depression. It has nothing to do with me not wanting to work or not wanting to be a part of the job. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It just, it it just, you know, when, when I get tired, depression kicks in or when I'm going through a rough day, depression kicks in. You know that that's my first it's my bodily it's basically my first bodily defense i don't know why but apparently it is it's it's part of being autistic it's my first bodily defense um some i will even say sometimes i hide away from people in an argument it's because i don't it's because i'm not a fighter okay i'm not a fighter all right i don't entice fights i don't want to pick fights but if i have no choice i will end up picking i will end up and i will end up defending myself if i have legit nowhere to go nowhere to hide absolutely no choice i will defend myself you know to get away from a perpetrator or somebody who's enticing a fight with me if i have if i have nowhere to go and absolutely no choice i will defend myself you know i will step in and defend myself if i need to you know that's why, of course, I carry a knife on me all the time. It's not a big one. It's like a pocket knife, but that's why I carry one all the time. If, if it comes to that extent where I have to defend myself, but I also carry it as a work tool as well. It makes a great work tool. So if ever you're doing dishwashing, folks, carry a pocket knife with you to break down boxes. If you're like me and you don't like the feel of boxes or ripping them apart, then um, take a pocket knife with you. It, it'll do you. It'll do you much good. Make sure it goes by legal limits, please God. I don't want nobody getting arrested. But uh, anyway, but um, the do the first do is do be yourself. Do enjoy what you do on a daily basis because it might be the last time you ever get to do it. Um, and just all in all, do be artistic if you're artistic. Do write fan fiction if you're into that. Just be yourself. That's all we. That's all I ask. That's all. That's all we. And everyone in a fandom asks. Doesn't matter what you do as long as you enjoy it. You know, there's a guy on TikTok. Um, I'm gonna announce his name. I think he goes by Furry TikTok99. Uh, he is a huge Paw Patrol fan, um, and he's a good friend of mine uh, on t- on TikTok. And you know, we we get along really, really well. We both go through the same thing, through the same ordeal. And you know, all in all, he enjoys what he does. He literally is a cosplayer. He's a cosplayer. Alright, and he does a damn good job at it. You know? He does a damn good job at it. So, you know, you can cosplay, you can do you can literally if you have something fresh in the fandom, like making badges or whatever. I have a friend who uh who's planning to make badges for this fan base. And that's good. You know, for people that cosplay and like their costumes. Um, he and I are also getting together and thinking and planning to start a convention where we just get together, have a good time. Etc. You know, we, we're uh, going to be announcing it on our website and on our Instagram soon. We're going to be doing, uh, I think we're calling it Pawcon. I think that's what we're calling it. Um, he wants to get together with me and, an, and a larger group of friends of his. We're going to form, I guess a convention committee or something, get together every once in a while and plan this, you know, and, and plan this out but uh just do be creative do be yourself it, it, and then this convention's more so like a meetup in my area for anyone that's in in my area and interested it's gonna be more like a little meetup, um like a meetup convention type of thing but um but yeah you know it, it, we're just we're doing what we can to shine a bigger light on the fan base than what's already out there you know we're trying to do something big you know we're 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 I've always wanted to step in and do something bigger than myself. This podcast has proven that I've done something bigger than myself and the, and getting with friends and planning this convention meet is a way to do something bigger than myself, a way to give back to the community, give support to of course the Paw Patrol community, but it's also for furries as well. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good thing. You know, this is a good thing for the community now, you know, If, if it is good for the community and you're wanting to do it, by all means, do it by all means do it. All right. So we're now going to go ahead and uh, take a short break and go into the darker side of the fan base, uh, after our short little break. So until then, I'll see y'all then. guys, we have transitioned over to the darker side of the internet. Are you ready? We're going to be talking about the darkest side of the internet ever invented. And this is, you guessed it, explicit content in the, the, not the furry community, but the podcast community. I've already discussed the uh, content and the in the uh, furry community but we're gonna talk about some stuff um we're gonna we're gonna talk about some stuff explicit in the paw patrol fandom so get ready this is the part where i get to scar i get to scar myself so uh kids turn away because this is about to get gruesome um so let us transition let us go ahead and transition and, uh, I'll see y'all on a few. Alrighty guys, we have returned and I did some research and some of y'all got crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I've seen, I've seen, I've been there. I've, I've been there. All right. I've been there since I was like 16 to 19 years old. Okay. Getting busy on the internet. Okay. Getting, uh, and getting slapping. But, uh, I did my research on, uh, some, uh, on what some of you guys drew. Um, uh, and holy crap, aaronis. I've never seen anything like that before. Um, those of you listening, do not look up the, uh, pornographic side of Paw Patrol because it's pretty dark. Um, I hate to say it, but I'm looking at it right now and it's pretty dark shit. Uh, holy moly. This is like something else. Um, I'll be honest. I've seen, I've seen furry porn in my lifetime, but holy moly, this is like this somebody got busy somebody got bored huh <laughs> somebody got some got some serious business I mean I understand you know getting sexual is part of everybody's nature but some some of y'all got some serious boredom so got some serious extra time on your hands um, Wow uh, that's bolt uh, my brain is fried <laughs> my brain is fried all right, enough, enough of this, enough of this, moving on, but yeah, um, this is officially when the show is not as literally as now 18 and over, uh, 86 children, <laughs> yeah, this one, Jesus Christ has love the chat. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ is gone. 86 Christ he's gone he, uh, he saw it and I, I pulled it up on the uh, put it up on the whiteboard in the chat room and oh my god <laughs> a lot of y'all just left <laughs> Jesus Christ has left the chat okay bye I've officially been condemned for the rest of my life I will forever be condemned <laughs> Wow I mean this is cringy cringy stuff some of it's adorable. I'm not gonna lie. Some of it's adorable, but oh my god, a lot of it is dark. Um. Wow. I mean, a lot of you almost have some serious time on your hands. Uh, hey. I mean, I have a friend who draw. I had a friend who uh, used to draw this stuff too, so I'm not gonna complain that much. But I literally told him when he drew that when um he literally drew um I think he drew some uh, really graphic stuff for uh for not this fandom but the My Little Pony fandom and I told him I said bro you got some serious time on your hands to get and why I say this is because to get that detailed you have to be really good and that's insane I've never seen anything that detailed um that, that's crazy so I think maintenance might be here I'll have to go answer the door so uh I'll be right back. Uh, we'll take a pause break and I'll be right back and end this in a separate segment. But I'm sure, um, I'm, I'm back. Yes. Yay. But I'm sure that, uh, there's probably other things on the internet that, uh, that are probably scarring, but I have not seen anything that detailed in my life. Um, I've seen, I mean, I'll admit I've, you know, I've been through the phase um, when I was dealing with, of course, pornography addiction when, um, when I was at least, I think like at I think the earliest was when I was 15. The earliest was when I was 15. And then it went from that all the way to 19 years old. So a long time it was well before I it was well before I started working before I started the workforce but um I ended up having to seek therapy for it because um it was that bad uh, like I opened up to my therapist who I was talking to about my clinical depressional problems um and who I still talk to to this day but um he basically he basically told me it was that you know if uh, if an addiction is forming, then it's time to seek out another hobby, huh? (laughs) Seek out a hobby. It was time to seek out a hobby at that point. So that's exactly what I did. Um, I got into the podcasting hobby at 19 years old. And then I think it was, I think it was March of that year. And then I moved on. I think it was the March that year after it was like right after my, uh, 20th birthday. Um, I started getting into podcasting and moving on and, Here I am a year later, 21 years old, still doing it. Still doing very good. So uh, clean, sober, uh, let's do it, huh? (laughs) It was really, I'm going to say it was really bad. It was, um, I'm going to say it to those adults that are suffering the same thing, um, it does ruin your life. Like You may think it doesn't, but it does. people are like oh it's so cliche it ruins your life this is people are so cliche about it well if you think about it the cliche is the truth if you're not careful addiction can uh, can obtain and uphold in your life and absolutely ruin your life like um like i said i've been there when i'm between through the ages of 15 to 20 to 19 years old not 20 uh 20 was when i started podcasting i think it was um it was, I think it was the March of the, it was the March of that year. I started podcasting. And then, um, after that, and then after that, I, um, worked my way up the chain and kept going on. And a year later, here I am with a very successful podcast. (laughs) Yeah, here I am. Like I said, and if you, if you are suffering, of course, addiction of any kind, whether that be drugs, alcohol, of course, pornography, um, video game addiction whatever just know I've been through a, an addiction of some type it was not easy uh, it really was not easy it actually takes like this giant like I say this fat grip on your life it's like basically what the addiction does is it grabs you by the brain and pulls the brain out of your head that's pretty much what it does Um, it's like taking your brain and unplugging it from your head that, that's exactly what it does. And you're basically this uh, emotionless, senseless robot that keeps coming back to it. That's pretty much what it is. It's like it, it, what it did for me was when I suffered all these, all the emotional problems that I had suffered, all the mental disabilities I had suffered, I kept using um, between the, when I was at least when I was 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, you know, um, I was using it as a crutch. To solve my problems, that was the, that was the big that was what led to the addiction. Was it was the only thing that of course triggered the dopamine to make me happy enough to keep going. And then throughout that time of my life, it formed into an addiction, which became a really big problem. Uh, it caused relation. It caused relationship problems with family. It caused relation. It caused relationship problems, of course, with the girlfriend I had at the time um and that's what led to our departure uh, our separation it's not an easy feature it's not an easy feat at all to have to conquer it's not it's not the easiest bump to conquer um like i said it took me a whole year when i opened up at 19 i was like turning 20. um it took me a whole year and i am now one year sober so i am celebrating Yay! One year sober from pornography addiction. So, uh, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year, literally. If you, I'm gonna say this now. If you went through my went through my browser history, oh good god, literally. Other until now, after what I just seen, scarred myself for life. Just for y'all for this podcast, breaking the breaking the sober. Um, I might have to go see my therapist again. Oh god, <laughs> probably not. I mean, I didn't. Come on, I, nothing happened. I was just scarred. Uh, I, I just went holy moly, and I was I was actually really scarred. Um, but uh, time to see the doctor again. <laughs> time to see the doctor again. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just joking. Don't worry. Don't freak out, guys. Um, nothing happened. Nothing emotionally happened to me. I was fine. Um, it's because I come from y'all's understanding. You know. I've been through it. I've been through the addiction. Addiction is hell, it really is. Because without your crutch, you're going through withdrawal symptoms. And I went for at least, when, when, and I'm gonna say this, six months of being sober from my porn addiction, I was going through serious sexual withdrawals. I really was. And the, the pain was agonizing. It was physical and it was mental, okay? Because, of course, I'm used to doing my business in the bathroom all the time, as us us males do. But um, it's not—it wasn't easy. I was going through serious withdrawals, mental—and most of them were mental, and it was agonizing. But um, I kept pushing through, kept trying to find other things to take my time to— and, uh, you know, dedicate my time to, and of course, podcasting became that one thing I dedicated my time to the most. Um, and I just want you guys to understand that that's, you know, where I'm coming from and understand that I'm in, that I was in the same situation. I was in the exact same situation you guys were. Um, you know, like I said, if any of you suffer addiction, please, 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 I beg you, urge you to get, to seek the proper medical care, Um, It's going to take some time. It's a long road to recovery. It really is. It's a long, agonizing road. Um, It took me, like I said, a full year to be fully recovered. And probably now that I have seen what I have seen, I'm probably going to have to go back to the doctor. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, it's a joke. Don't freak out. It's a joke. Don't freak out. I'm fine. It's a joke. Um, Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, just remember, just be yourself, enjoy who you are. Um, don't be like these people that, of course, draw all sorts of dark stuff on the internet. Don't be like these people, please. We don't need any more of these people. Okay. (laughs) Don't put any more of this dark stuff out there. Okay. Cause, uh, you would rather be known for putting a light into the world than putting darkness into the world. You know what I'm saying? You'd rather, I would rather be known for sharing my experiences bringing out, you know, in, in a podcast, I'd rather be known for shining a light in other people's day, you know, bringing, bringing that smile to other people's day, making people laugh, making people happy. You know, I want to be remembered for that. You know, I always want to be remembered for that, you know, having generating all being the guy who generates all these cool stories that everybody talks about at work. I want to be that guy that not just makes everybody happy, but you know, lives for his religion. You know what I mean? Lives for his religion. And that was why I chose to, I'm not going to go into religion in this podcast. This is not a religious podcast and I don't want to infringe anybody, but just feel, just hear me out. You know, if you're suffering any form of addiction, please, you can, you can also, you can always talk to me. I'm more than open to talk. Um, You can message me on the podcast's Instagram page and talk to me and I'll be more than happy to respond. Might be some time before I respond, depending on when I go to work. But um, I am more than happy to talk to you about my experience, share my experience. And if you would like me to help you on your road to recovery, because this is not it's not going to be an easy it's not going to be an easy venture. It's not. Um, Like I said, I went through withdrawals mentally and physically. Um, Basically, what basically, like I said, what a pornography addiction or any addiction does to you is it takes your brain and rips it out of your head. You're basically a zombie at that point. That's what it turns you into, into a mindless zombie. So um, please take into account when you search these things up on the internet, don't get too curious and don't make it a habit. Because if it becomes a habit, then of course you're not, you're not only going to get your parents in trouble or people you live with in trouble, but you're going to get yourself into some trouble as far as addiction goes and it breaks every, every part of you down. As far as relationships go with your friends, family, coworkers, etc. Or break down relationships as far as your dating relationship goes. Or as far as the relationship you have with yourself. As in like your ethics. You know, ethics, your morals. It breaks you down. Um, And that's what recovery is there for. It's there to help build you back up into the person you were meant to be. Not the person that the addiction turned you into. So that's pretty much it. Like I said, do's and don'ts just be yourself. You know, don't, don't be like these people that of course draw this type of stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, society is like, Oh, porn's good. Well, it's good to an extent. If it's meant to help, then that's one thing. But if it's, but if it becomes a crutch, if it ends up like my problem becomes an addiction and becomes a crutch, then that's when it becomes a problem. Anyway, guys, guys, just stay safe you know stay out of addiction and, and you know if you need help with addiction like i said i'm open to talk about it on the on the podcast's instagram page um, i'll be happy to share my experiences to each and every one of you and um, if you would like i can I, i'll try my best to help you on your road to recovery but i do recommend seeking the proper medical care if it if you if i'm not available I would recommend seeking the proper care though, because I'm not a doctor. I'm a podcast host. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. So the best help for your recovery is to seek a doctor or, you know, see, see a professional, you know, somebody who's, who has a, who's licensed in this profession. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. Stay safe, stay positive, stay strong, and always remember to stay possum. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.